At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is Odds On, coming to you here from VEASAN. Femi Abebefe alongside Amal Shah. I'm in for Mike Palm, who is out today. Um, Amal, a lot to get to today, but yeah. how are we feeling? That we're now living in a post-Wimbledon world here <laughs> out here as uh, Novak Djokovic able to cash that ticket yesterday. Big ups to Joker. Yeah, absolutely. A great performance coming back against Nick Kyrgios there. But, you know, looking forward to we are less than two months away from college football, NFL. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people are just as excited as I am for it. The return of point spread Saturday, perhaps. The college football edition. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) That was fun times back in the fall. Well, hang out with us over the next 60 minutes. We'll be talking all things sports betting here. We have a little bit of NFL to get to, Major League Baseball, college football. Uh, We'll have Jeff Erickson, the senior editor and co-founder of RotoWire, joining us in about 30 minutes to discuss all things on the diamond. My Seattle Mariners are hot, Amal. They are hot and they are over 500. We'll discuss that with Jeff. But first, let's get to what's going on right now. Uh, about 10 minutes, I should say, over in the American League Central. The Detroit Tigers taking on the Kansas City Royals. At last check, the Royals minus 140, the favorite at home. Tigers plus 120. Total sitting around 9.5 here. This game, moments away from getting underway. Uh, anything for you, side or total, in this AL Central showdown? No, I'm not involved in this game. Uh, Pineda against Keller here. This should be an interesting matchup. Pineda's not a guy that's going to go deep into games. Kansas City uh, wins yesterday against the Guardians 5-1. to one. They'll look to extend their winning streak. Tigers have not been playing too poorly, even though they're on a two-game losing streak. They did a nice shot four-game sweep against the uh, 
uh, Guardians last week, and now they'll look to get off the schneid here with an opportunity against Kansas City. Should be an interesting one. Yeah, and we'll talk all about our baseball plays and odds on, and them all in, I should say, uh, later on in the D block and as well as with Jeff Erickson of Rotowire. But let's get to the NFL here, Amal, because it's July. We're getting down to the yeah. slow parts of the, the summer schedule, and now's the time to start looking ahead to the fall and the NFL season that is rapidly approaching. And we want to start off talking a little AFC East and the division odds in the AFC. Our producer, Britton Hess, posed this question to us, Amal. I'm curious to get your thoughts. Is the AFC East the most overrated division in the NFL? No, I don't think so because I don't think it's really rated that highly, right? When you look at the divisions, you break them down. I would make the argument in the AFC, it is the worst division. And if you include the NFC, it is probably the, just behind the NFC, uh, behind the NFC West because I think the other mm-hmm. three divisions are bad in the NFC. Um, but I, I don't think anyone would make the argument that the AFC East is particularly strong. Yeah. So you think this division is worse than the AFC South? I do because I think Tennessee and Indianapolis, they're not at Buffalo's level, but mm-hmm. they're both viable candidates to make the postseason. We're in the AFC East. I don't know any other team that you look at and say, I think they're going to make the playoffs. Outside of Buffalo there. Buffalo right now is the favorite. Minus 225 over at DraftKings. The Dolphins plus 450. You see the Patriots 5-1, to one, the Jets 22-1. to one. And I think the, one of the reasons for the question is because there's been a little bit of optimism surrounding all four of these teams so far this offseason. I mean, we've seen the Bills. Of course, everybody believes that they're the best team in football. The Miami Dolphins make the trade for Tyreek Hill. They also signed Teron Armstead. Uh, the New England Patriots, year two under Mac Jones. Usually quarterbacks can kind of make that leap. Quarterback a rookie year to the second year. And then the Jets, a little bit of optimism for the Jets after free agency and the draft here. Um, which of these teams do you think will disappoint the most here? Because I know you said something. You look like you perked up when I mentioned the Buffalo Bills. No, yeah, bit. I was a little bit surprised by your statement. I'm just glad you and Dave Ross don't have that bias and tell me the Dallas Cowboys, but that's another story. Hey, I can be real about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Buffalo's near the top. Mm. I don't know if there's a clear-cut team. Do you think there's a clear-cut team right now? I would say the Bills are the best, but I don't think they're head and shoulders above anybody. I, Look, I got no qualms if anybody says they're they're number one. I, I think, though, there's probably two, three teams you can probably put at 1A or yeah. 1B. But I don't feel like there's an overwhelming team right now. But in reference to your point about the rest of the division, I don't think there's – I don't know. I think New England, look, they had a good year. I thought they're coming off a scenario where Mac Jones kind of surprised some people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they didn't have tape on him in terms of the NFL level, what he was going to be able to do and how effective he'd be. Remember, he loses Josh Daniels as offensive coordinator. Now he becomes the Raiders head coach. Um, a big year down in Miami with Tua. Uh, you know, I, I liked uh, uh, Brian Flores, their head coach down in Miami. I was a little bit surprised by that move there. And then the Jets, um, you know, we'll see where this team goes. I think they were competitive at times at home this year. Can they be more competitive on the road? Yeah, the Jets, I think, were a team that I wanted to be high on in the futures market because yeah. I wanted to bet their season win total over. I wanted to maybe take a flyer on them to make the playoffs, but it felt like a lot of folks had that same idea to where I'm not, I haven't, I don't really have any positions on the Jets. I think that's a team that I'm going to wait to bet game week in, week out. Just take the points with the Jets as they might be big underdogs in a lot of these games. I mean, they're a big dog week one, uh, catching six against the Baltimore Ravens in some places there. Uh, maybe that could be an interesting look, but Baltimore always starts out really fast. So uh, it could be problematic stepping in front of the Ravens train. But Miami is interesting, though, because it seems like it's all centered around the development and the progression of Tua Tungavailoa. Now, the right. head coach, Mike McDaniel, coming in from San Francisco. We'll see what he's able to do offensively there with the weapons. They made the trade for Tyreek Hill. They brought in Mostert. They brought in all these skill position weapons. They tried to improve the offensive line. We'll see how those pieces fit together here. But 
Do you think that Tua can help this team take the next step here, or do you think that this Dolphin ceiling is capped based on what we've seen so far here from Tunga Vailoa in the NFL? No, I think there's a possibility and an opportunity. Look, this guy was incredibly accurate in college. I think the one knock I had on him was that he didn't stay healthy. At the NFL yeah. level, I think the problem has been he hasn't stretched the field. Now when you look at what they've got, uh, they've got some opportunities here with the talent around him. Let's see if he can take advantage of that. Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, Cedric Wilson. Wilson, not a bad number three right there. I think you're in pretty good position. They draft Lynn Bowden. I think this is a team that you got to pay attention to. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't think they're in a bad position in terms of how effective they're going to be on offense. I, I want to see what they end up doing. You mentioned Mozart coming over. I, I like him a lot. Um, you know, I like Miles Gaskin there. Um, mm-hmm. They're not bad offensively. It's really going to be uh, incumbent on him to take this t- step forward. The one thing when you look at Femi, he he is captain checkdown. Yeah, I mean he he has not thrown the ball until the guy's like has nine yards of separation deep. <laughs> and this is not Alabama. You know what I mean? This is, the NFL is a whole different ballgame. Yeah, Alabama open is different than NFL open. Yeah. But I, I wonder if it's because he didn't have faith in the offensive line because that offensive line the last couple of years was just horrendous. It was Swiss cheese there. Guys were coming in left and right. And you mentioned all the injuries that he suffered. Maybe he was a little gun-shy of uh, threatening down the field there. So maybe an improved offensive line with Armstead. They signed Connor Williams from the Dallas Cowboys. Now he has his issues with penalties as a Cowboys fan. I can tell you all about that. But he's at least could be an upgrade over what they had a year ago. So this Dolphins team, I feel like they have the potential to be something where they're a decent playoff team. But they also have the downside effect. If Tua gets hurt again or doesn't live up to the draft position where he was a top-five pick, maybe this whole thing blows up and they look to move on next year because I know that they do have the ammunition to do such in the draft. New England, though, what do you make of them? Because right now, sitting at 5-1, to 25-1 to one to win the conference, 50-1 to one to win the Super Bowl. Mac Jones was promising last year. Didn't really wow anybody, but I thought he was steady. Yeah. Now with the whole play-calling situation there, whether it's going to be Joe Judge, Matt Patricia, maybe it's Bill Belichick calling the plays, does that kind of maybe make you a little apprehensive to back the Patriots? Uh, no, that's not my real apprehension with them. I, I just thought they were a solid team, slightly better than 500, played some weaker opponents, had some pretty good breaks along the way. Um, I, I just don't know if this type of, this team is going to be particularly strong. You know, they were 10-7 and 7 last year. Uh, the schedule improves a little bit, but still manageable. You got the Bears at the Jets, the Colts, and then a bye, and then the Jets. So, you look at that from week seven to week 11 scenario there where they could be pretty effective. Uh, but down the stretch, you got, you know, the Bengals, Dolphins, and Bills, and before that, the Raiders. So we'll learn a little bit more about this team as the season progresses later on, not necessarily early on. Um, but I would take a wait-and-see approach. And here's the mm-hmm. other thing, Femi. Even though there's seven teams getting into the postseason, you've got a very crowded room in the AFC. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that conference is going to be a gauntlet here. With the win totals, Bills 11.5, Dolphins 9, Patriots 8.5, Jets 5.5. Anything intrigue you with those win totals right there? Not really. I'm not, I'm not a big win total guy in the NFL mm-hmm. um, because I think so many of the games can come down to, I, I mean, the season win total it really hinges on one or two games where I think in the college game, there's a huge advantage, right? Like you, if you're Alabama, you got to navigate three to four games during your entire season. Yep. Um, you know, with New England, there's so many different scenarios here in play that I, I just think it would be difficult. The, the one other thing I would point out from my perspective is that at the collegiate level, let's say Alabama loses um, Bryce Young. He got hurt. Yeah, They still have such a talent in the running game and the defense and everything else. You can still potentially reach your season win total. In the NFL, I think 
it'd, it'd be very rare an exception for a team to lose their starting quarterback mm-hmm. and to be able to not have a precipitous drop-off, at least for most teams. And so I think from that standpoint, um, I, I just have not really ever gotten into season win totals in the NFL that much. Well, we have the Bills as a consensus favorite here, mm-hmm. odds-on favorite, pun intended, minus 225 to win the division. Would you maybe pair them? Because we have the AFC East top two teams market as well right. at DraftKings. Bills, Dolphins, top two, plus 110. Bills, Patriots, plus 130. Any of those intrigue you? Who do you favor there between the Dolphins and the Patriots? Uh, good question. And I, I, I would lean New England just based on pedigree. And mm-hmm. we've got a new coaching regime in Miami. But other than that, I, I think you could make an argument for the Dolphins if you like them. The uh, Dolphins defense was fairly solid last year. Uh, so for me, I, I wouldn't touch that. I would say this, though. If you have division uh, prop bets available where you can parlay them together, yeah, I would look at the AFC East, the NFC North with Green Bay, mm-hmm. and the NFC South with the New England, I'm sorry, with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think those three teams, because there's still question marks at quarterback for New Orleans. Uh, Minnesota's really the only legitimate challenger to Green Bay. I know Adams is gone, but people still forget this is a very good defensive team in the Packers yeah. overall. And Rodgers, I mean, think about this. Since 2010, he has not thrown more than eight interceptions in a season over the last 11. He protects the ball, and turnovers tend to be what swings a lot of these games here. Real quick, the VEASAN Summer Special is here. For only $19, you get everything VEASAN has to offer. From now to the end of July, sign up today, and you'll get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Points Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream, it's only $19 to be subscriber through July 31st. So sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer. Come back on the other side talking ACC football here on Odds Up. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. 
Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Are you ready for a fresh start? And we mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zen 10 Challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in a variety of tastes and strengths, Zen nicotine pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free content for nicotine satisfaction. <laughs> Try Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zen 10 Challenge today at zen.com slash 10. That's Z-Y-N.com slash 10. Zen nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 plus who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. It's content addictive chemical as well here. Welcome back. This is Odds On coming to you from the Visa Studios at the Circle Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Bebefe alongside Amal Shah. Amal, you talked about it at the top of the show Fired up for college football yeah. season. Training camp's about to get underway here in late July, early August. And one Power 5 conference that we have yet to talk about is the Atlantic Coast Conference, the ACC. We'll see how long that lasts over the next couple of years, all the conference realignment. But right now in the ACC, the favorite is the Clemson Tigers, minus 125 over at DraftKings. Their win total set at 10.5, plus money on the over. So you get plus 110 on the over, minus 130 on the under, and we'll start here with the Tigers because before last year, this was Clemson's invitational, and whoever was coming in second place, that's what the whole discussion was about. But last year, we saw the struggles on the offensive line, the struggles at quarterback with DJ Uwe Ungalale. Can the Tigers bounce back in 2022 versus what we saw last year? Yeah, I believe they do, and uh, not only can they, but I believe they will. Um, when you look at their schedule, Femi, obviously take away the ACC championship game because that's not part of the season win mm-hmm. total. Uh, and I believe they'll get there. You look at, they've got a game September 24th at Wake Forest in Winston-Salem. That'll be a challenge. Sam Hartman back under center for the Deeks. like this team and what they were able to do last year offensively. Then they get NC State coming to their house in Clemson. NC State's going to be a very good team in the ACC this year when you look at Dave Doran's side. But now having to go into Death Valley in a revenge spot for the Tigers, I like them there. They go to uh, Doe Campbell in October, um, not really worried about Florida State. <laughs> They've got to buy before Notre Dame, and they got to go to South Bend. Uh, to me, Femi, when I look at this team, and then they've got back-to-back games with Louisville and Miami at home and close out the Gamecocks, South Carolina being more competitive. But again, that's a home game, so their final three games of the season are at home. I think they get over the season win total. To me, the one hiccup could potentially be in um, the game in November, but I Mm -hmm. don't believe DJ Uyunglele is going to be the starting quarterback at that point in time. I think it'll be in the transfer portal. I think it's going to be Kate Klubnik. I think Klubnik's going to be a star for this team, but we'll see how DJ does this year. The big problem was he played with no confidence. The offense was anemic. Will Shipley was not as good as advertised, a little bit injury prone. But to me, uh, I, I look at this team right now, and I still think when you look at defensively with Brian Brzee, Miles Murphy, two yep. first-round guys on the line, they're going to be dangerous. I like Clemson over the 10.5. I like Clemson to win the ACC. 
I th- I still think they get into the college football playoff. You know, okay. we're right, we're kind of writing their obit, but the reality yeah. of it is they're still far from it. There's an immense amount of talent. They're always up there in recruiting. They still have players. I, I know people are pointing to losing Venables defensively, Tony Elliott offensively, but I, I think this year they'll be just fine. I was going to ask you about DJ, and you went out there and said that you think that he's not going to finish the year. Do you think he'll be the week one starter, and then maybe later on that's when Klubnik unseats him, or do you think maybe Klubnik has a chance to unseat him in training camp? No, I, I think uh, it. I think they'll keep DJ regardless of the situation. He'll be the starter because, first of all, you know the system. He's been there now his third mm-hmm. year. Uh, Klubnik did graduate early from Austin. Westlake comes in. We'll see what he's able to do there. But, you know, the bigger thing is, and this is the one problem, and very few coaches do this, and I, and I give certain coaches like Ryan Day a ton of credit. They tell a certain player, hey, listen, look, man, you're not going to be the starter here. So if you want to go ahead and transfer, go ahead and do so. Dabo has not necessarily taken that role and uh, <laughs> taken that approach. Yeah. And to me, I think when you look at it, go back and look at some of the games they played last year. I mean, this guy couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. Yeah, there were some, there were some ugly ones. In yeah, there. absolutely. And you know, the game against Iowa State, they won that game in spite of their offense. It was that defense that did a tremendous job against Purdy and Brees Hall and company holding them to uh, 13 points. So to me, I like Clemson over their total. Yeah, Clemson right now to make the playoff over at DraftKings. You believe they will be in the 14 playoff? I do. Plus 155 yeah, I at like DraftKings that. there. So if, if maybe if you don't want to bet the minus 125 for them to win the conference, you can go that route with the plus 155. The team that's probably the biggest challenger to Clemson in the Atlantic Division, you mentioned them, the NC State Wolfpack. Yep. They return a lot from last year's team that ended up being pretty good. Their win total sitting at 8.5 to win the conference 9-1. to one. Their conference win total at 5.5. But to me, this NC State team almost feels a little reminiscent to last year's Iowa State team to where they brought a lot back and everybody loved them and then they fell flat with all the expectations being around them. Do you think that NC State can live up to the hype this year? Well, look, the, you got to start at the positive point. You got Devin Leary back under center. That helps immensely. Dave Doran's team's got, I think, 16 or 17 starters back, one of the tops in the nation from a returning production point of view. They're going to be a very dangerous team. But I think when you look at their schedule last year, they did a nice job against some weaker opponents. They got off to a fast start. But, you know, the, the big one was the Clemson game. But they had some games that were fairly close that you thought, eh, you know, it probably shouldn't have been as competitive as it was. Uh, North Carolina's rivalry game, so I'll throw that out the window, even though Tar Heels had a bad year. Louisiana Tech, they end up beating by seven. Mm-hmm. Um, this team's season win total sitting at eight and a half, as you alluded to. I, I look at it, and I, I think this team's non-conference is very manageable. They got East Carolina, Dowdy Ficklin. That'll be a win. Charleston Southern comes calling to Carter Finley. The Red Raiders come in. UConn comes in. So they should start out 4-0 before they go down to Death Valley, even if they drop that game. Then you got Florida State coming in at Syracuse. Virginia Tech is at home. That's big. You got to go to Wake Forest. I think they could drop that game. Um, and then you close out of Keenan Stadium. You said 8.5? 8.5. I, I would go over. I don't see four losses, barring a catastrophic collapse by this team on this schedule. And based on that, Femi, they really play five games. They've got to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got to win two of those games out of five. Yeah, and, and the, the market agrees with you right there. Minus 150 on the over on that eight and a half. The conference win total is at five and a half. Yeah. The juice is uh, the under there, minus 185. The over, you can get plus 150. Wake Forest, you brought up as an interesting team. They were interesting last year. Eight and a half, their win total as well. But it's juice to the under, minus 130. The over, plus 110. What do you think about the Demon Deacons? I think this team's going to be very solid. I like them a lot. Um, you know, to me, when I look at them, you got Hartman back under center. I'm a big Sam Hartman fan. He makes the smart play, very good with his legs, has good mobility, tremendous accuracy. This team should be really effective. 
Uh, the one concern I have, though, is defensively. These guys couldn't mm-hmm. stop anybody last year. The North a, Carolina game was crazy. Yeah, absolutely. They went they went eleven and three last year. But this team has got to be better on the defensive side of the ball. If they can do that, they've got a chance to be really competitive in this conference. When you look at their non-conference schedule, they open with the Keydets uh, at Vanderbilt. They should win that game. Liberty comes calling at home at Truist, and then they go to um, they go to. I'm sorry, they host Clemson. Yep. Uh, that's that's when they can win. I, I don't know if they're going to win that game, but they can be competitive. Let me rephrase my statement. Then the rest of the schedule, outside of at NC State and North Carolina at home, I think very manageable because BC comes down. You don't have to go up to Chestnut Hill. I, um, this win total was at eight and a half. You said, mm-hmm. kind of like NC State. I, I think uh, we've covered so far, in my opinion, three of the top teams in the league. The mm-hmm. other team I would throw in there is potentially Miami because I like <clears throat> Van Dyke at quarterback. Yeah, but I think you have to look at Wake Forest as being a dangerous team in this league especially with all the experience they've got coming back uh, on the offensive side of the ball. Defensively, though, they've got to get better for Dave Clawson. Well, let's talk about the U, because right now Miami's win total is at 6.5. First year under Mario Cristobal, at head coach there. Van Dyke, the quarterback, a lot of praise for him. A lot of people like him as a potential NFL-caliber guy. Had the overset at minus 135, the under plus 115. So they're kind of seen as a fourth, maybe fifth-ranked team in that coastal division. Could surprise, plus 550, the conference odds here. What do you think of the Hurricanes? You'd like that over there because of Van Dyke at QB? Yeah, they open with Bethune-Cookman. Southern Miss comes calling. They go to Kyle Field. That should probably be a loss. Middle Tennessee comes in, so they start out 3-1. and one. They have a bye before they play the Heels. North Carolina, if you look at it historically, uh, they have always played Miami tough. This mm-hmm. game is down at Hard Rock. This is going to be an important game. I think the uh, Tar Heels are in a down year, so it could be a good opportunity. Then you go to Lane Stadium. Um, this is always a tough place to play. Now, Miami's had some success there. Um, sometimes they've not necessarily have had great success, but there's some opportunities there. Uh, that's an interesting one. I think Duke, Texas stepped back this year. Virginia remains to be seen how competitive they're going to be. Florida State, always generally a competitive game, just simply based on the, the rivalry. Yeah, that's yeah. an intense rivalry. Georgia Tech down, uh, Clemson solid, and then Pitt to close out the regular season. So we'll see how Pittsburgh fares at that point in time. Remember, you're, you're going to have uh, Max, uh, I'm sorry, not Max Brown, the, uh, one of the USC the, uh, guys. Keaton Slovis. Keaton Slovis, correct. Yeah. All, all these SC quarterbacks wind up <laughs> elsewhere. Jackson Dart, uh, Keaton yeah, Slovis. Say, Max, Max Brown, Brown. It's a Seattle area yeah, kid. <laughs> yeah, right. He wound, up, he wound up at Pittsburgh, didn't yep, he? he was yeah. at Pitt. He was another USC guy. So, you know, you're looking at potentially uh, A&M, Virginia Tech, uh, Clemson. Those are three losses right there, in my opinion. And then I think when you look at against Pittsburgh and um, – but potentially Florida State. I don't think the, uh, the Seminoles can be particularly strong, but I just look mm-hmm. at the rivalry. So Miami should be able to potentially reach that number, but it depends on their consistency. I mean, this team really went downhill quickly last year. Defensively had some issues at times. Uh, we'll, we'll see how this team's able to fare. Clemson right now the favorite, minus 125, but the listeners, the viewers at home, probably don't want to bet and tie their money up on minus 125. Correct. If you were to give a team one of the challengers, who you think is the best bet here on the board? To win the ACC? To win the ACC. I would have to say NC State because, number one, they're better than the other two teams defensively. Mm-hmm. Not that those two, that they're great defensively, but I think they're more effective, so they have a shot. Yeah, or maybe just wait to bet NC State on the money line when they play Clemson later on this fall. But 9-1, to one, the Wolfpack to win the ACC. A lot of hype out there in Raleigh. We'll see how it comes to fruition. On the other side, Jeff Erickson of Rotowire next. Talk a little baseball.
This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Starting today, we are having our first ever baseball betting pentathlon here at VEASAN. Every show and baseball analyst will be making five baseball bets over the span of the next four days to determine who at VEASAN is the best at betting on baseball. Today's bet we have to make is a total, so follow us at VEASAN Live for daily updates on who is leading. The winner will be announced on Friday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Follow the Money. Welcome back. This is Odds On coming to you from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Bebefe alongside Amal Shah here. Speaking of baseball, the baseball pentathlon, I'm curious to get your play today here, Amal. But to discuss all things on the diamond, we're bringing in our guest on today's show. He is Jeff Erickson, the senior editor and co-founder of RotoWire. Jeff, we appreciate you joining us this afternoon in the East Coast. Morning for us out here at West. Um, but this past weekend, we just saw the... AL East rivalry, the Yankees and the Red Sox. Red Sox take two from the Yankees there at Fenway Park. What was your biggest takeaway from what Boston was able to accomplish this past weekend? Well, just to be able to rally two days in a row. I mean, the Yankees are like uh, 27 and two and they have a four run lead at any point in the game to be able to do that on primetime like that, too. That had to be pretty big for Boston. I mean, it, the division, let's face it. I mean, the division's really still not really in play, but, uh, you know, you want to get to get to a tournament. You want to get to the playoffs against the Yankees and show that, they, you know, it's like Drago bleeds. You know, you got to be able to beat him a couple of times here first. Uh, and they were able to do that. Uh, Roldis Chapman pitching in the sixth is eye opening there. Uh, it's the first time they even trust him in a close game. And of course, he walked a couple of guys, uh, a whole lot of blow ups in that game over the strike zone in that one there, too. But yeah, so uh, going to be wild. It's, it should be fun. Yeah, to your point, Jeff, yesterday Red Sox outscored the Yankees 8 nothing after they trailed the 6-3 to mm-hmm. in that game. We'll keep an eye on that one. Want to go to a team in this division right now that is just absolutely scuffling, and I don't know if you had an opportunity to see any of the game. I know, Femi, you probably played, paid close attention. You're a Mariners fan. Mm-hmm. Jeff, the Toronto Blue Jays were the Keystone Cops yesterday up in the Pacific Northwest. A beautiful double play ball. Uh, they go one one to two, and then they throw the ball to Guerrero going for the one two three double play. The ball goes through the webbing of his glove. In the eighth inning, they have a pop-up dropped by the catcher, and then Santana hits a two-run homer, and they win 6-5. to five. What is going on with this Blue Jays team? Alec Manoa was tremendous on Saturday night, but they couldn't do much against Robbie Ray. Yeah, they're in a bad way right now. Got swept by the Mariners. Uh, you know, Baltimore, I think, is like a game behind them now. Uh, it, we could be a, a point here where the ALEs could have all five teams at 500 or better, but the, the Jays might be a threat of slipping on that. They lost Kevin Gossman this past week. That hurt, uh, you know, the Yusei Kikuchi uh, experience has not worked out well. We didn't even get to the point of having the Yusei Kikuchi revenge game in Seattle <laughs> because they put him on the IL with a makeshift injury, I thought. It was just a, a we're tired of seeing him walk the bases loaded injury because uh, so, he was so horrible against Oakland earlier in the week, and it's been really rough there. Their pitching has really dropped off, and that, that's something that has really hurt them. They showed that they don't have a whole lot of depth. They, they have a strong front Front line, uh, front nine, a strong uh, like first three in the rotation, but after that, uh, their depth is really thin. Speaking with Jeff Erickson, co-founder and senior editor at RotoWire, Jeff Amal brought it up. My beloved Seattle Mariners, uh, winners of 16 of their last 19, they've won eight straight here. Is this the Seattle Mariners team that was promised leading up to this season, and they can they sustain this heading into the second half of the year? I mean, they are in the aggregate, right? I mean, I think we expect them to be a contending team. We thought that they'd be. Maybe not there yet that this would be the year before the year. Uh, you know, they, they came on strong at the end of the year last year, had like 
elite bullpen work last year. We're, we're just fantastic in one-run games, and it's hard to, to repeat that year after year. Usually bullpen performance varies quite a bit. One-run performance varies quite a bit. They've gotten better in, in, in the short term of that, and they're getting healthier. They're going to get guys back soon, too, and that's the thing that's I think is pretty exciting to be if you're a Mariners fan. And, of course, you get Julio Rodriguez, and mm-hmm. after a rough April, he's been all that and more from what we expected out of uh, the, the top rookie in, rookie in baseball, for my money, um, and a guy that will be drafting the first round in fantasy leagues next year. Jeff, I want to go to, you talked about individual players. I want to go to these two Cy Young races. I know Mike and I have asked you about this in the past. But Big Sandy was unbelievable. I, he gave up six hits. Oh, boy. Once again, they can't score for him. Uh, they win the game in extra innings against the Mets yesterday. He's minus 120 right now to win the National League Cy Young. On the flip side, McClanahan, who's been tremendous, he's got almost, I want to say, 35-plus more strikeouts than um, Justin Verlander with just one extra inning pitched. Uh, he's 2-1 to one to win the AL Cy Young. Do you look at these two as probably the guys you should still look to bet, or are there other people that you're considering? I know JV's right there on the cusp, but I feel like in the American League, it's a two-horse race. In the National League, Tony Gonsolin I would throw in, but Gonsolin doesn't go as deep as Sandy does. I mean, Sandy's given me that Jose Fernandez. Uh, I'm not going to go full Pedro here 2001, <laughs> but right. he's given me that Clayton Kershaw vibe. Like, all right, every fifth day, we're getting seven to eight. You're going to lucky be lucky to get four hits, and you might get a run. So that's the thing about Sandy is like if you uh, you know you almost want to bet the opposing starting pitcher because they never score for him. Yeah, uh, he was a piker. Only went seven yesterday. How dare he go to only seven? But uh, he's leads the league in complete games. You know he, he's just fantastic, and it's been two years running now. Uh, he doesn't have the K percentage that maybe some of the elite pitchers do, but he makes up for that in volume. He gets there and, you know, it, their durability is a skill. And that's one thing he's really had. And it's been fun to see it. Uh, and he's very efficient with his pitches, which is another thing we like. Um, I like that he just doesn't lose velocity deep in the games. That's one of the things that's really fun to watch about Sandy Alcantara. But uh, I would say the one thing uh, from a vetting perspective, both he and McClanahan both, is there's not a whole lot of value there right now. Uh, If you're trying to search for value, try to find something to bet. You want to try to find something that has some better plus odds. You think maybe the team context will matter a little bit here. The Rays are struggling right now, 45 and 40. He just got crushed by the the Reds. They get, they lost one game on a balk off, and then they got you know Shane Boz got hit hard yesterday. Uh, they keep on losing guys. Wander Franco's out six to eight weeks. This is a team that might not make the playoffs, and that might detract from the resume. I think you could see a, make a case for Shohei Otani being the Cy Young as well as the mm. MVP. Oh. Uh, the way he's pitched lately, I know team context hurts him uh, because the Angels stink on ice, but uh, at the same time. Uh, you know, he's getting better and better. You just look every every one of his outings, he keeps getting better. You're absolutely right. Uh, Shohei right now, 7.5 to 1 to win the Cy Young. He's the third odds-on favorite right now. Garrett Cole, fourth, and JV at plus 275. Let me ask you this, though. Don't you think the fact that he is pitching every seventh day compared to where these other guys are yeah. in the regular rotation would have an impact? But I, I got to tell you, as a guy that covered a team on a daily basis in the Texas Rangers, I've come to realize that these beat reporters don't necessarily make the vote the way you think they should, a la 1995 when Albert Bell should have won the MVP with 50 homers and 50 doubles. Somehow they gave it to the guy in Boston. Oh, man. There's so many years where they have 
bad uh, bad results in voting. Uh, we could go on. That could be like an hour long show right now. I mean, <laughs> Mark Mosley as the MVP in, in, in the NFL during the strike season. That was probably the worst <laughs> of all time. But anytime you have like a reliever that wins an MVP vote, it's, it's crazy, too. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I think that will hurt him a little bit. You know, the fact is uh, he doesn't get those. You know, he's going to miss six starts compared to the field. If the field goes that long, I mean, sometimes you don't have that one standout guy. Uh, and, and again, the team is going to drag him down. There might be voter fatigue with him because he was the MVP last year. These are all things that happen. It's a different electorate every year. That's one thing that works in his favor. So the same people that are voting for the MVP this year didn't vote for the MVP most often last year. Uh, they try to vary that who gets which vote. And you don't one one pool votes for the MVP, another votes for the Cy Young. So that could change things a little bit there, too. Jeff, is there a team that you're high on in the second half of the season that's sort of disappointed so far in the first half? Oh, I've been trying to make the case for the White Sox for a while now, and I, I think I'm giving up trying to make the case for them anymore. I mean, they won yesterday finally, but a disastrous homestand. Uh, they, they, this was supposed to be a week where they got well. They faced the Twins in this big head-to-head matchup, <clears> and they got they got pummeled there, and then they, they struggled against the Tigers, and who are the Tigers? I mean, it, it, that, that was a tough week for them. It's a big week for them to get well this week. They get eight games this week. If they don't have, if they don't win at least five games this week, I think you can almost write them off. So I want to make the case for them, um, and but I, I'm having a hard time doing so. Uh, I, I think the team that I, I, I think it's, I think the the Braves Mets series this weekend, this week is going to be fun to watch. The Braves have already made this run. The Phillies have started to make a run. They're kind of fun. And I know the Cardinals have been a little bit of a doldrums lately, but they're still going to be there around at the end. Those are teams that I think that might have better second halves than first halves. Great segue there with the Cardinals. We're in a little bit of a contest here at VSIN, and we have to make a totals play today. I took the Cardinals, Phillies under seven and a half. Nicholas and Nola on the mound. Love the way Nola has pitched of late. And then you factor in the Philadelphia offense has been anemic without Bryce Harper in there. And you mentioned it with Miles um, uh, Nicholas, this team. In St. Louis, not hitting the ball particularly well. Any right. opinion on your pers- from your perspective on that seven and a half total? Well, I like that. I like that. And I think it even started at eight in some places too. So if you can shop around, get that, get the under on the eight. You know, get that extra hook. Uh, all the better. But uh, so that um, I, I think you're right there. I like that. Uh, yeah, that both teams struggled the whole weekend through too. Uh, I think yeah, one of the games was decided by an error, uh, and that that's that's what we've been seeing. Even uh, the other day. When we saw uh, Wainwright get the tough luck loser where he gave up two solo shots to Alec Bohm, and that was it. I mean, the, yeah, I, I think that's a really good bet. He is Jeff Erickson, senior editor and co-founder over at RotoWire. Jeff, excellent information as always, and we hope to talk to you soon. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. You know, it's funny, Amal. I, I wanted to ask him about the Chicago White Sox specifically, mm-hmm. but I was like, yeah, let me leave this open-ended and see which team he goes to. And, and it's the White Sox. I've been looking at this team's odds over the last month Sing, when is the buy spot on this team? And maybe it doesn't come. Well, here's the thing, though. They've got four games against the Guardians this week, and then they got four against the Twins, and then they open the post-All-Star break with four against the Guardians. So we're going to find out very quickly where yeah. this team is. All right. Come back on the other side. We wrap things up with them all in, and we go down the MLB card here on a Monday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. 
Call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Swing for the fences on BetRivers Online Sportsbook this week when you make a first-time deposit using code DERBY on the Baseball Home Run Derby. Signing up is super easy with the BetRivers Online Sportsbook app or visit BetRivers.com. Deposit $100 to receive a free BetRivers bet for your home run hit that night or deposit $250 and get the total home runs for the entire derby as a free BetRivers bet. This offer is valid July 11th through July 18th, so download the BetRivers online sportsbook app today and use code DERBY when you make a first-time deposit. Visit BetRivers.com to see all the latest odds, boost, and promotions running this baseball season. Bet with a winner. Bet with BetRivers. It is the final segment of Odds On, coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Bebefei alongside Amal Shah. Home run derby one week from today over at Dodger Stadium. So there'll be a lot of fun there. You going to swing over to that? Just kidding. I know, I know you hate no. going to games. In the- Especially the All-Star game? Why, why, I mean, it's such a it's joke. A, it's a who's who event. I, the one thing I can't figure out is people people get excited about the NBA All-Star game. Why? So everybody parts the Red Sea and watches some guy dunk the basketball? I've never seen anybody dunk. You know the best part is watching every idiot on the bench go, oh my God, like you've never seen that before. Well, when you're under the influence, anything will be exciting to you as well. <laughs> <laughs> um... It's 11.45. Yeah. Time for a little bit of a mall in as you have your plays for today on the Diamond, one of which is a part of our baseball pentathlon. Yeah. So listen up for the folks here. The competition going on here at VEASAN. 
Yeah, I like this uh, Cardinals-Phillies uh, game under. Both pitchers have been very solid, but more importantly, these offenses are scuffling right now. When you look at this team, this weekend series, Femi, in three games, there's been 10 runs scored. The Cardinals didn't even bother scoring in the first 18 innings of the series, and the only reason they had an opportunity was just some miscues by Philadelphia late in the game to give them a shot with Knievel on the mound. But the Philly bullpen's always a little bit of a concern, but I think Nola could go deep in this game. Um, St. Louis just in an interesting spot here where they continue to struggle in a wraparound series that goes through Monday here. But I like the under. And remember, this game is a little bit earlier start time because it is a travel day for Philadelphia. The game's starting at 6-10 local in St. Louis. So if you're going to bet it, uh, it goes in, uh, probably about an hour earlier than you're used to in St. Louis. Yeah, so the under there for you in that game between the Phillies and the Cardinals, they're under 7.5 for Amal. It's a part of Amal in and also the official play for the baseball pentathlon here representing the folks for odds on no Femi's fire today uh, for you. The, the extinguisher has been, has been put out. So uh, no, no fire on a Monday, but you are intrigued by a couple games here on today's slate, including the game between the two aces Scherzer and freed Mets Braves in Atlanta. Right now, the Braves are minus 120 on the money line there. The Mets even money, the total sitting at seven, which is expected when you get a couple of good arms on the mound. Yeah, absolutely. Scherzer, you know, he comes in with a 5-1 and one record, 2.26 ERA, but the more important part is, and pay attention in this one, is how long does he go in the game? Thought yeah. last time he'd go 80 pitches, went 79, but he covered six innings and gave up just two hits and a ridiculous 11 strikeouts. I mean, you talk about a guy not skipping a beat, doesn't pitch in six weeks, and just comes in there and absolutely is just electric. Uh, Scherzer has been tremendous if you look at overall in terms of big picture what he's been able to do this season. On the on the flip side, Freed has been very good for the Atlanta Braves as well. Comes in with a 2.52 earned run average. 100 Ks and 107 pitch so far this year. Done a nice job in terms of preventing the long ball. Just six homers, Femi, in 107 innings pitch. So really just giving up a long ball one out of every 12 innings. And that's really impre- impressive when you look at they play at Truist Park down there in Atlanta. Not necessarily a place where you look at and say, hey, it's going to be easy to pitch, but this should be a very competitive, interesting game. Total of 7.5 here. I would have taken the under in this game, but I don't like the ballpark in particular. Always a concern here. Uh, So I'm going to stay off of this one. Braves a slight favorite, uh, but I I like the Metropolitans here, even though they've been struggling in an important three-game set here right now as Atlanta sits only a game and a half behind the New York Mets. You talked about the Chicago White Sox. Mm-hmm. We had our guest, Jeff Erickson, talking about the White Sox. Seeing if the Cow- when are they going to find a way to get back into this thing here? Five games back in the division. They're taking on the Cleveland Guardians today. White Sox, the road favorite, though. Minus 115, a short favorite. Guardians, minus 105, the dog at home. Total of nine here. Uh, what do you make of this game or the cider total? Yeah, this one, I, I lean towards the over in this one. Both these teams, I know Lance, Lance Lynn has struggled in this, uh, excuse me, this season so far. And then uh, Cal Quantrill on the bump for the Guardians. Even though Cleveland has not been able to score, uh, they've generally had success against Chicago. I think this could be a game where we see both sides get to four apiece. I don't have an opinion on a side on this one simply mm-hmm. because I think this is too close to call. An important, important series for both teams. i got to tell you, Femi, if you're looking at this Central Division, if you've either got a bet or you're looking at betting it, this division could be decided over the next 12 days or 12 uh, baseball days for the White Sox because... They play the Guardians four this week. Then they've got the Whites, excuse me, the Twins over the weekend for mm-hmm. four, and then they close out or open next week rather with four against the Guardians again. Yeah, I've been looking at trying to bet this White Sox team. I haven't pulled the trigger just yet there, but we're seeing plus one fifty-five. I've even seen a plus one eighty-five out there in the market on Chicago because I think when you look at the two ro- like all the rosters between the three teams are the Guardians, the White Sox, and the Twins. You gotta like the White Sox roster the best, but. 
They just haven't been able to put things together so far. But maybe this 12-day stretch of baseball that you talk about, maybe they can kind of find their way as we head into the second half of the season. Because I think the second half of the season, the White Sox have a little bit of an easier schedule. So they can maybe stack up some wins and win the division. And there was a lot of hype about this team, minus 200, entering the year to win that division. So far, uh, has yet to come to fruition here. I wanted to ask you real quick, though, before we got out of here, we got about four minutes left. Um, did you see the ESPN list of top 10 quarterbacks? I did not. Now, this was compiled by league executives, coaches, scouts, and players. And number one was the two-time reigning MVP, Aaron Rodgers. Number two, Patrick Mahomes. Three, Josh Allen. Four, Tom Brady. Five, Joe Burrow. Six, Matthew Stafford. Seven, Justin Herbert. Eight, Russell Wilson. Nine, Deshaun Watson. Ten, Dak Prescott. The one name that was left off the list is really what's kind of causing a lot of the discourse about this. Former MVP Lamar Jackson, not on the top 10 list. Does that surprise you based on this list being compiled by executives, coaches, scouts, and players? It doesn't because I know I know scouts and executives are going to look at quarterback play in terms of throwing the football. And mm-hmm. to me, though, quarterback encompasses helping your team win. And Lamar Jackson does that better than some of the guys on this list here. I'm not taking a shot at you, but yeah. your boy Dak Prescott on there. I mean, obviously, we're only considering 11 people for this list if he's on here. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't understand. And by the way, you mentioned Matthew Stafford. Who was after Matthew Stafford? Stafford. So Stafford's at six. Right. So after Stafford is Herbert, Wilson, Watson, Prescott. I have no idea how all those other guys have become that close to Russell Wilson. Russell, what does Russell Wilson have to show people that he is one of the best quarterbacks in the league? You're telling mm-hmm. me Matthew Stafford, Matthew Stafford in his dreams is not better than Russell yeah. Wilson. I, I just don't I don't get that at all. I look I like Justin I, I, Herbert. I think he's gonna be a tremendous, tremendous yeah. player who's got a potential to be a Hall of Fame type of player. But to put him ahead of Russell Wilson right now, there's no way. For the last five years, that offensive line in Seattle played like they hated Russell Wilson. <laughs> um, you know, Lamar Jackson, he's gotta improve the accuracy. But I, I think he's gonna have a monster year. I think he's a great bet on league MVP. I think people are sleeping on him. The Ravens had a ton of injuries last year. Mm-hmm. You lose um you know, Ronnie Stanley on the offensive line, Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins, Lamar was banged up. I, I think this team bounces back in a big way. John Harbaugh, widely regarded as a top five coach in this league. I, I think um, that he's going to have a huge year. And it's interesting because these lists, while they can sometimes be a little bit annoying mm-hmm. and all that just because of, oh, it's another list about quarterbacks to rile people up. But I do think that it kind of gives us a little bit of a peek into public sentiment there because usually – the league executives and all that stuff, the, the public sentiment mirrors what these guys all think because we all watch the games. We all suffer from recency bias there. And I think the what Russell Wilson point that you made there, I agree with it. I think that's recency bias to have Russell Wilson behind yeah. Justin Herbert, behind Matthew Stafford. The guy was playing hurt last year. Yeah. Like he tried to come back and save the season. He wasn't quite himself before the injury. The Seahawks, I believe, were three and one or four and one uh, before that Thursday night game against the Rams there when he got hurt and the whole season went off the rails. So Wilson, I think, is a little undervalued right now. And Lamar Jackson, a little undervalued. Uh, I love Dak Prescott. I'll take Lamar Jackson over Dak Prescott any day of the week there. I'm not taking Dak Prescott over Lamar, but uh, Dak, a little bit more of the traditional sense quarterback thrown from the pocket there, so I can see why some people would favor him. Uh, but yeah, to me, I think Lamar and Russell Wilson are the two names I think that are a little undervalued, so maybe the Broncos and Ravens could be teams to bet on in 2022. Yeah, I mean, look, Russell Wilson, I followed his whole career going back to his freshman year at NC State. He throws 16 touchdowns, one INT. Wisconsin, his senior year, takes him to the Rose Bowl. They lose to TCU by two uh, he goes 33 touchdowns, five INTs. To me, this is a guy that has always protected the football, has done a tremendous job, can't garner a single MVP vote, Nope. comes within a bad play call and a tremendous play by Malcolm Butler of winning back-to-back Super Bowls. This guy, all he has done is win throughout his career. 
And, you know, you look at it in Seattle. I mean, they've been dealing with – he's had a bag of dirt around him for the last several years. And he still mm-hmm. managed to keep this team competitive in a situation where they wouldn't be. Now you've got a good running game in Denver. You've got what's projected to be a pretty good defense. I thought they were a little bit more conservative offensively, so their defense appeared to be a little bit better maybe than they were because the game was shortened up a little bit. So for me, it remains to be seen how effective they are. But I, I think Russ is going to be very impactful in the AFC West and not a player that the other three teams are going to want to deal with. You know, it's interesting. Nine of the ten quarterbacks on this list have all won playoff games. Rodgers, Mahomes, Allen, Brady, Burrow, Stafford, Wilson, Watson, Prescott. Deck. Herbert has not won a playoff game. And I almost wonder, is it too much too soon for Herbert and this Chargers team? I, I don't think so. they got immense talent. But the problem is, and Herbert's going to be a phenomenal player, and he already is at that level. But I, I just think, is this, you're right, is a recency bias that remains to be seen. Yeah, it's uh, all fascinating stuff. The NFL juices are flowing. Training camp less than 10 days away here for the Las Vegas Raiders. It's coming up quick. That is it for Odds On. Amal Shaw, Femi Bebefe. Coming up next, betting across America here on VCNV Sports Betting Network. time baby and you're just lying there watching on the couch Uh uh-uh that's not gonna cut it you need to get in the game with bet river sportsbook there you go now you're live in the action live in game bets live player prop at bet 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.